Welcome to The Rant. I am your host, DJ Rembrandt, and I am thrilled to provide for you an open platform for opportunities to rant. The Rant is a podcast that is intended to have fun, make fun of, and rant about things that might be construed as socially unacceptable. The intended audience of this podcast is for folks that enjoy life and enjoy humor that skirts on the edges of social boundaries. The Rant Podcast is being brought to you courtesy of Aware Video Magazine. Aware Video Magazine is a Wichita-based video magazine that promotes social awareness and provides opportunities for expressive content in a video platform. Aware Video Magazine wants you to know that everything is better when you are aware. You can follow Aware Video Magazine on social media platforms, Facebook, and on Instagram at Aware Video Magazine. The Rant Podcast is produced using the Anchor Podcast app, which can be found in the Apple iTunes Store. It's your boy, DJ Rembrandt, here on The Rant Podcast, and I'm so excited for this week's episode that features Rico Suave Harris, Executive Director of Gear Up. Rico shares his experiences growing up in the Wichita area, his insight on a new book that he is writing, as well as his calling to ministry. Of course, Rico will get a chance to play FMR, a rant popular game, and he gets to dabble a little bit into a new game called Rapid Fire. Hope you all enjoy this episode of The Rant, and without further ado, it's Rico. Grand hello to all my podcast listeners today. I am joined in the rant loft by none other than, we're going to call him Mr. Rico Suave. I'm going to go by Rico. Mr. Mr. Rico is an executive director of a program called Gear Up in a large urban city, and he is also a highly respected minister in that area. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Rico, welcome to the show, sir. How you doing today? I'm good, man. Good, good. good. So, uh, Rico, tell the, the listeners a little bit about yourself, a little about your background, please. You know, your professional status, family. You know, kind of give us a little history of, of Mr. Rico. I got you. Been married uh, 29 years, three kids, five grandkids. Uh, worked in the field of education, social work for many, many years. Worked as a high school teacher um, and, uh, and, and now I work at a university. Oh, excellent. So, yeah. Excellent. So... Uh, what was your? You said your your, your child. What was your childhood like? And uh, if I may ask, who who inspired you to become a, a, you know a teacher? You say you've been in. You know, I, ne- so I never, I never, I never, I never thought that I would be a teacher. You know what I'm saying? My goal, right. my plan was, man, I'm going to, I'm going to school. I'm going to go play ball. After I finish playing ball, I'm going to law school. After I finish law school, I'm going to be a corporate attorney. That was my plan. Oh, it was, wow. That was the plan. And so, but things change, and I end up coming back here. Uh, and and I, I walked in to take a summer job. I walked into this children's home, mm. and I started helping people. And man, I fell fell in love with helping young people. Right, that's on. what happened. That's what happened. You All know? right. So, so yeah. um, you uh, where where'd you go to school? You go to school. I went, mean, I went to Washburn University. Played basketball. At Washburn University. Basketball. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's what they played basketball. At Washburn. Only stayed a year. 
left there, went to go follow a girl to KU 25 miles away. That's a good thing, though, KU. That's K, a good no, thing. no, KU's a great thing. It's okay, wonderful, okay. but, I mean, I, I love KU. All right, but, shout out to the Jayhawks. Okay. But that my my whole idea of being there, well, that, wasn't my, that wasn't my plan, you know. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. You know, that, that, that didn't work out. Right on. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. So, um, what is Gear Up, and how does that program serve our community? You, you're working at a at a university here, uh, Wichita State University in Wichita, and um, executive director. So, uh, talk to the talk to my listeners a little bit about Gear Up. So, so Gear Up actually stands for Gaining Early Awareness and Readiness for Undergraduate Programs. Mm-hmm. It's a program that, that helps kids get ready to go to college. That's what we do. We start with them when they're in the seventh grade, and we follow them. We work with a cohort of students. So here in Wichita, we have about 3,700 kids that we work with. Oh, wow. Uh, awesome. And we follow them from the seventh grade all the way through their first year of college. Okay. So introducing them to the idea of what college could be. Many of these kids don't even realize that they could possibly go to college. Nobody's ever talked to them about college. They don't even consider themselves as college material. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if I don't see myself as a, as a college student, the likelihood of me not uh, likelihood of me going to college is slim and none. So, right. Yeah. So is there a particular cohort of, of kids or demographic, I should say, of kids you target? Or? Yeah, so when I wrote, when we wrote the first grants, so we, 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 wrote, we wrote four grants. Okay. Wrote two grants in 2014. Okay. And those kids graduated in 2020. All right. Right? And so then we wrote two grants in 2017. Okay. And so they're the, gra- the graduating class of 2023. Okay. So those okay. kids are sophomores right now. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. So you seeing some success with the program? Oh, absolutely. Or? Great, great, great success. Um, you know, the, one of the biggest things that, that I hear a lot and I see and I've seen with, with my work is kids want somebody that cares about them. They want somebody that cares. Right. And when they see that you care, dude, they they gonna they gonna try their best. Right. Running the kids to this day. Right. Hey, remember when you pushed me, man? I wouldn't have made it if you hadn't pushed. You know. Amen. So, you know. So I'm gonna circle back a little bit because I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, for you, what was school like for you coming up, and what motivated you to get involved with today's youth? You kind of said you you kind of went off, and you know, you went to Washburn, and then you went to KU. Shout out to the Jayhawks. And uh, and but you came back, you got that job, and you start working with kids. So what was what was school like for you? Okay, when you was in school. So when I was in school, man, I'm thinking about junior. So I was gonna say middle middle school, but it's junior high. Junior high for me. Mm-hmm. I went to Roosevelt Junior High School, so I was supposed to go to East High School. That was right. my plan, dude. I was I was doing my thing, you right. know. Uh, and and doing my thing, I was popular, man. I had it going on. I was doing all of these things like this. We moved. In some kind of ways, they found out my new address, and they sent me to Northwest. Northwest High School. Mm-mm-mm. I was upset. I was scared. Mm-hmm. But it gave me an opportunity to reinvent myself. Right. You follow what I'm Stop saying? Stop it. It did. I did. So, I look, you do. You know, the old, the old, become another person. Right. I, became, I became another person. School, before that. You know, I, I I went along to get along. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I got to Northwest, man. I was National Honor Society. I was oh. smart. I was I handled my business. It was about education. That's at, awesome. At that point in time. So, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, I know a little bit about you. You know uh, that 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 very few know. And I want to ask you your take um, on this on this baller that that I knew as Wakey hmm. uh, yeah. when we was coming up. So. Who, who was that kid, and who is that kid today? 
Come on, Wakey. It's it's great. It's interesting you said that. So 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 Wakey all the way to junior high school. When I got to high school, I I, I put on that new person. Right. And so when I became another person, I kind of set Wakey to the side. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I, and like I said, I, I dove in and I focused on the education piece. Now, hey, Wakey was a hooper though. Wakey was a baller. <laughs> And and nobody and, and, and in his mind, nobody could hold it. I don't care. I don't care. I, I, nobody could. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Oh. No, no, nobody, nobody could hold it. Right. But that, but but that you look at that 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 attitude and that level of competitiveness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I became this other person and I here I'm doing things right. I'm doing everything like that. I kind of put honor society. Absolutely. Right. I put I put aside the competitive side. Right. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I put aside the competitive. The competitive side was still there, right? But I kind of set it to the side a little bit and everything like that. Now there are times, right? Huh? <laughs> Hello. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are times when when Wakey, yeah, uh, huh, has he, to come up. He has to come back. He does. Yeah, has to make an appearance. He does absolutely. Right. Because right. that sometimes we lose our competitive edge. It, 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 amen. We do. You know we what do. I'm saying? We get complacent. We get complacent. We get, we get, we get comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Preach. And when we find our place in that, you know, in that comfortable place mm-hmm. and everything like that, we're not trying, we're not striving, mm-hmm. we're just mm-hmm. letting things go. I got a new book that's coming out too. Well, well tell us about it. Come so, on. Well, I can't, I can't give you the title. Of it, oh, okay. I mean, right, I can't. Get, right. But it's coming out. It's coming out in the next couple months. Right. Oh, uh, it's but it's talking about that that place of being comfortable. Right. And just accepting things for as they are. Right. You know. Right. You you kind of led me right on into your uh, some of your accomplishments and things. I know that you're an author. You, yeah. Uh, so I was going to give you the floor to kind of promote, you know, I know okay. you got a couple books out there I and, uh, I do. you do some, some, uh, on Facebook, I see some of your inspirational stuff. So, you know, go ahead, tell us a little bit about that and then we're going to so, switch up a little. So, uh, in 2012, mm-hmm. I released a book, uh, called Misery to Motivation. Mm-hmm. And that book talks about the, the death of my son, mm-hmm. uh, and how I coped with it. What I did, what I took with that was, so so in 20, 2008, my son was killed in the drive-by shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't in the gang, none of that stuff, but happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And this guy shot him and took his life. Uh, so in the book, I took all of my journals. I took all of the things that, that I was writing to process the pain. Mm-hmm. You remember, you remember, you came, oh. you man, listen, you oh. remember when it happened, man. You, I was there. You, I mean, you, 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 you were right there. You came in the locker room. Remember that day? I did. You came in the, the, that basketball game. I remember like it was yesterday. And you came in that locker room and you said, y'all be careful. They acting crazy out there. Yep. I remember it. Man, we mm-hmm. were so hyped. We was yeah. excited and everything like that. We get in our cars. We on our way to go eat. We was going to, yeah, we were on our way to go eat. We're going to go eat. And then the phone rings. And they said, Robert's been shot. You need to get to the hospital. Changed my life. Yeah. That situation changed my life. And so mm-hmm. so what, what, I, what I did from that is, is, is as I processed through that stuff, and started writing these things down, I start telling this story. People don't understand grief. I don't care what, what happens. Grief is going to find its way to come out. Mm. It's like water. Mm. Right? Okay. So it's going to find its way to come out. So it's going to keep on pushing until you deal with it. Mm. Mm. And so I talk about that in the book. Originally, man, I took care of everything. I wanted everybody to be taken care of. Mm. Let me. The, the funeral has to be this. This has to be this. Da, da, da. Everything was in order. Two years later, man, I'm laid up in a hotel room, shut the door, screaming at the top of my lungs, Mm. mad at God. Mm -mm -mm. 
and I'm saying, why didn't you take me? Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know? Wow. I re, uh, I, I, I relive that um, every January. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 and I'm not making it about me. I just want to no, interject in here a little bit. I've never had such a um, uh, movement, a pendulum of emotion than that night. As you said, we were getting ready to go eat. We had just won. Greatest high. We down. We down four points. Four points. Adonis come down, hit that little the shot. Point play. What? And we go to overtime. Go to overtime. Right. We go to overtime again. We go to overtime again. We win the game. We win the game, and wow, my God, we're going to get wings. What? We're going to get wings. That's (laughs) what we're doing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Arrive, and it's like you know, you got to get to the hospital. But I, I, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, and then I'll, I'll let you finish, that I've never been more impressed with anyone in my life than to, to watch you and the strength that you um, portrayed, not only to your family, a school that was devastated, um, and... That young man's funeral, and uh, I still going up yonder, and uh, when I hear that, I remember. But you stood there, and I don't, uh, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it to communicate the message of love and um, um, strength, because um, bro, I, I've never been more proud of you in all of my life, and I've been proud of you. You know, we go back all the way back to Wakey, shout out, <laughs> but. I, I I was I I don't know that I ever told you, so I'll tell you now, man. How impressed I was, but just how proud I was, and how um, how much strength you gave me to keep it together. Because I you were helping me. You don't know this, but you were pulling me along because that never you know at school of eighteen hundred two thousand kids. You know, Robert, he he man that 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 was a ripple effect through that building. And you held it together, so I appreciate you for that. But, uh, but anyway, you said you uh, you uh, you wrote that book, and you got you got another book you I, put I, out. I, no, I got I got another one. I, I'm a publisher. I pub mm-hmm. I publish books, so that's mm-hmm. why I do a lot of publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent one we published was the that uh, Coleon Young story, you know, with Kevin Harrison and, yeah. and Coleon that they wrote together. So that's yeah, the most I recent. Read it yet, but yeah, oh, wow. I heard it's good. Wow, it's a really really good book. Great okay, book so and everything. You, you helped publish, you published that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Okay. People don't know that. That yeah. I keep that kind of stuff secret. Right on. I help people to shine. That's what right. I do. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I help love people it. shine. But going back to what you said, the support. I think about the support that that, that y'all provided for me, though. Oh yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? I mean that. Uh, you. Two months after Robert died, you gave me an opportunity to speak to the school. Yep. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? I do. Absolutely, I do. And that was the first time that I shared, and I shared, and I poured from my heart. Mm-hmm. Showed a video, all kind of different mm-hmm. things. The family's talking. The school district jumped behind me in that, mm-hmm. and you jumped behind me, mm-hmm. and I really, I've never told you that no, I appreciate I that. Oh, yeah. No but, but from that point on, I've been around the world, man, telling this story. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, awesome, awesome. You know? That's so, beautiful, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm a switch it up a little bit. The pandemic. Man. Man, what is your take on this whole COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, you know, I'll just let you go on that. Have The vid, as, as uh, some people call it. Uh, so 
you know, is it is it real? Is it, is this vid out here? It's real. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, Rico, tell us. No, tell, no, you know, no. Tell this, the this, listeners what's what's going on with this. The vid. This this is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of people that that downplayed it mm-hmm. and want to say, hey, this is not. This is fake. People are overreacting, but people are dying, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who have lost their lives mm-hmm. because of this. Mm-hmm. They weren't sick before this. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm I, saying? I do. But uh-huh. but they're losing their lives in this process. So so one thing that I, that but that this pandemic has done is it has allowed the country to slow down for a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I say it's allowed the country to slow down for a moment, when everything is paused, and I remember. No cars on the road. I remember, you know what I'm saying. The very, yeah. very beginning, everybody was we were we were shell shocked, and everybody was was scared. Right. And so we're looking around, like, man, what's what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? But because of the pause, change began to happen. Mm. Okay. And what I mean by that is, is that you look at the what happened with with George Floyd. Oh, yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Uh, I'm with you. George Floyd wasn't any different than any other guy mm-hmm. that had lost his life. Mm-hmm. He was no different. Right. What was different was the time was different. Mm. Okay. And what was different about the time was everything was paused where everybody was paying attention. And not only was everybody paying attention, we weren't required to go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. People were working from home. Mm. So people were mobilizing and they could go out into the community and protest. People protested. Oh, he paid attention to this thing. They protested not only where he died. They only protest in Chicago. They didn't protest it just in, in L.A. They protested in, 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 in Paris, man. All over the world, right. they were protesting about this situation. And it, it, it was a wake-up call for this country. Wow. And the wake-up call was we have... A problem. Mm. Even the people that said there was no problem, right? This right here shows we have a problem. Wow, I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're right. I mean, people were, as you said, the times were different. I mean, as in the pause to, so people had the ability to go out and rally and support. I didn't have to worry about losing my job. Yeah, right. I didn't have to worry about taking off of work because right. no, I wouldn't have done. The people wouldn't have done that. Mm-mm-mm. Man, that's deep right there, bro. But they but they, they took and they, they stood up and they they protested and they said, This is wrong. Right. This you know what I'm saying? This piece is wrong. But the whole world is watching. Everybody's looking at this situation and saying, I can't I can't breathe. And y'all and that's where we're at with America right now, man. We're in a place right now where we're attempting to live, but we're attempting to breathe. Ooh. Ooh, say that again. One more time. We're in a place where we're attempting to live, but we're attempting to breathe. Mm-mm-mm. And what does that look like to live and to breathe? But breathe in a, in, in a way where we are really, we see each other as human beings, man. Right. Nobody that's saying, I'm better than you. Right. Or, or you know what I'm saying? So, so you couple that piece, man, and I, I know I'm going off, man. No, no, but, you go, go ahead. But you couple, you couple that piece of what happens with George Floyd, and you fast forward that whole situation. Let's go all the way to... To, to the Capitol. Oh, come on, that's, that's 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 keep going. You're doing great. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So 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 you look at that, and they had carte blanche. Mm. They were given favor. Mm-hmm. They weren't seen as criminals. They weren't 
they were showed around, all kind of different things like this. And so then you have this piece here, and you hold up both situations. Great. You got bookends, mm -hmm. and the bookend on this side is George Floyd. Mm -hmm. The bookend on this side is the Capitol. Mm -hmm. The same conversations that people had comply. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -mm. If he stopped wrestling. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. If he wouldn't have been high. Yeah. He wouldn't have. All of these different things. That's on that side. Right. Now, on this side. Tell them about it. Tell right? Listeners. On this side over here, people are not talking about that. Right. They're not talking about that. They, oh, we have the right. We have the right to assemble. Yeah. <laughs> we have the right to assemble. Yeah. And I'm going to break this window. Yeah. And I'm going to break this window. And not only this, I'm going to storm Congress. And not only am I going to storm Congress, what happens is there was a plan. And people haven't talked about the plan. They had a plan, you know that, right? And the plan was grab so and so, grab so and so, grab so and so. They need to pay. They're mm. gonna die. Mm -mm -mm. So when you talk about an insurrection, mm -hmm. that's what this was. Right. It really was. Right. It's been downplayed. Man, people were offended, and I, and I, I gotta say it. People are offended by the term "Black Lives Matter." Mm -hmm. You're right. I'm not talking about the organization. No, you're right. I'm talking about the term. The term. I'm talking about the term. Mm -mm -mm. But what it's saying is that my life matters. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. And people want to justify it and say, well, oh, well, y'all killing each yeah. other. They want to say it like that. Right. He high. He high. He's past fake bills. Right. And, right. All, all of this stuff right here. He committed mm -hmm. a crime. He deserved to die? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Offended by term black lives matter. Mm -hmm. And then the push on the other side is, well, what about blue lives? Mm -hmm. Now, this is the question I have for you. Mm -hmm. And the question I have for you is you hollering and mad at black lives matter and you hollering up blue lives matter on this side. Right. Let's get, let's get to that other bookend. Let's get to the bookend on mm -hmm. this side mm -hmm. when they stormed the Capitol mm -hmm. and they killed a police officer. Mm -hmm. Where is the narrative? Mm -hmm. Where is the conversation about blue lives then? Mm -hmm. there's, yeah, no gonna, there's no conversation about blue there lives. Isn't, there isn't silence. No conversation. Crickets. To, right. Crickets. And, 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 that's, and that's sad. But, but, but it, what it speaks to is it speaks to this fracture. We have a fractured country. Yeah. And it's been fractured for a long time. For a long time, yeah. It really has. Yeah. But the only way we fix it. How do we fix it? We fix it by telling the truth. Mm. We're telling the truth. Yeah. We tell the truth about not only the history. Huh? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, we tell on. the truth about the history. We tell the truth about what's going, what, what has happened. And then we tell the truth about what is going on right now. Right. And until we tell the truth, now we, we, we can put aside, I, I can go deep, I can go educational on you if you want to. huh? People uh -huh. have this, this, this cognitive dissonance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. where, 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 where they are uh, stuck on a certain way of doing things mm -hmm. because oh, if this changes, this is going to affect this. Great. <laughs> Get up. You Get see up. what I'm saying? I know it's wrong. Yeah. But this but is the but this is the way it's always that's been. That's the way it's always been, Ricardo. I know this, it's wrong. This is the way it's always been. Yeah. So what do we do about it? What we do about it is, man, we really have to come together in a in a different way, not in a way where there is a a, a hierarchy. Right. No, oh, man. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? No, I do. So it, as long as there are people coming together and they think there's a hierarchy where where so-and-so is better than him or or she is better than her, this person over here, they will never get anywhere. Right, right. The way we change this is we start telling the truth about what's going on. This is where we are. I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. Right. 
But I need you to hear from where, where from, I'm coming from. I needed to be a two-way conversation. It's got to be a two-way conversation. Mm-hmm. People used to talk to me, man. I've done training recently on, on, on race. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And as, I, as I've done this training on race, across country, people are offended by this training. What are they offended about? They're, because nobody wants to talk about race. Why? You know, you know, remember, you remember. You know Listen, not, I, and you that's know why I'm bringing it up. Brought, that's why I'm bringing it up. A certain gentleman to a Bro, I certain remember. high school that I worked at, and he came in and he talked about, you know, uh, the, the three things, race, religion, and politics, Come on. that people don't like to talk about because it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. But that's when, as he said, we got to lean in to the conversation instead of checking out of the conversation or else we're not going to learn anything about each other. But you got to be uncomfortable though. Right. So being willing to be uncomfortable and willing to say I was wrong. Right. That's the hard part right there. Am I willing am I willing to look at a situation admit, admit and, fault? And admit what? and admit I was wrong. What? You expect I, me to admit fault? I I'm going. I, I did I did I did wrong. Oh, I was wrong about this. My my viewpoint was wrong. I respect somebody that can come back and say I was wrong. This is the way I believed my entire life, and that's how that's how it should be, and it should be mutual. And if we and if we're uh, if we're the friends that we say we are, come on, you know what I mean. At come the on. level or the depth that we express to others the friendship that we yeah. have, then it should be shouldn't be that big of a deal, right? It shouldn't be, right? But it is. It is a big deal. Man, and, and you you talk. Man, let, let me tell you how, and then then, then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, let me let me tell you how I found out about the the insurrection that some people still refuse to call it. That I had a friend of mine text me. I was on a um, I uh, and I'm going to talk to you about this off mic about a uh, a social project that I want to do. I'm going to start. I want you to be a part of. Okay. Called Rebranding America. Okay. Um and but anyway, I'm I'm talking to the author. Um, in LA, we're on a Zoom call, and I'm talking to her about my idea and expressing to her kind of what I'm thinking. I want to do the social project. I get a text from a friend of mine that said, and I got to say this, listeners, Leroy, the crackers are storming the Capitol. Mm. That's what he sent me. What? Now I'm looking at my phone, trying to be engaged in this co- in this conversation, this meeting. And uh, the author, you know, I, I have my TV on, I was in my office, and right. the author, you know, so we both on a Zoom call, but we both kind of heads turned looking at this, you know, our TV sets right. going, man, what is what is happening? What is going on? And so I said to her, um, you know, Caucasian lady, not that it matters, uh, you know, something's jumping off at the Capitol. You know, she said, yeah, my TV, I'll tell you what, I'll, you know, we'll hook back up with you, this, that, and the other, man, turn the TV on about the time these fools is... Knocking out the windows of Congress. What? So, that all happens. Find myself later on that evening having a conversation with the person, and I'll just leave it at this that, that, you know, we didn't, somehow we didn't see the same thing. Hmm. He didn't see the same thing I saw, because I saw, you know, and I learned, I'll be honest, about the term insurrectionist. And yeah. I got educated a little bit on that day about this this group of folks. But my friend didn't see that. He didn't see the same thing I saw. What did he see? He saw, you know, some, uh, uh, a group uh, uh, fighting for democracy for this country. 
I said I saw a bunch of people. He saw it as like the tea party. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, you know. That, uh, uh, he saw that. You know, he he didn't see a whole lot wrong. Ultimately, like we know, lies are law. But he didn't see a whole. Now this is a person that that I, I'm real close with. So I'm talking to this dude and and another friend of ours. You know, we're we're chatting, and it dawned on me. I'm like, how can we see the same thing, but see it so differently? And I brought up, you brought off the BLM, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, you know, that I said, man, you know, you don't think that if it was uh, Black Lives Matter or, you know, some a bunch of black, black and brown people mm-hmm. doing the same thing that mm-hmm. you saw, I said, man, there would have been about four or 500 people, in my opinion, laying around all bloody on the steps and everything. That would have been a national massacre. What did they say to that? No, nah, I don't think it would have been handled much differently. And, it's, and, and these dudes are serious. I was like, really? Cognitive dissonance. Brother. You, you hear me? Okay. All right. And then it might got me thinking back to where we where I jumped off on this. You know, this is these are these are people that have been in my life for years. You know, and not that and I I, I, I am I'm still, as you can say, I'm struggling with it, still baffled at how differently people view things. Um, and we went on from there, but I was looking for something, and I may try to find it on this next thing to, to get your opinion on something. But um, share with the listeners, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to put your your pastor hat on, even okay. though you kind of jumped on there just for a little bit. But okay. you know, um, what is your uh, what do you think your calling was or is today to serve in the ministry? I know that you know you're the pastor of a church here in town, and uh, you know. Uh, um, very influential, very inspirational. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, you know, give you an opportunity to to speak on that. So you know, where 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 do you think your calling was, or you know, when 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 you got the call? You know what? I I, I never in a thousand years thought I would be ever preaching. Mm-hmm. That you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm look, man. I'm a baller. That's yeah. what, that's what I am. And I'm gonna do this, and then I do this law thing. I'll do. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would ever be preaching. Um, but when I when I was called, man, I, let's see, I've been in ministry twenty eight years now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take a while. Uh, been pastoring for twenty six, twenty seven years, mm-hmm. and my heart is for people, man. Mm-hmm. And the biggest yeah. thing I want people to see is two two major things that I want them to see. First thing is, is that God loves them. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you are in life right now. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care, you know what I'm saying, what yeah. you've done, uh, what bad you've done. God still loves you. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. And then the other piece of it is God put in each and every one of us a purpose. Mm. Okay. Everybody. Right. There's certain things that, 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 that we're drawn to. Mm-hmm. And he put purpose in each and every one of us. And in order to find our purpose, we have to be connected to God. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 why I do what I do. Right, is to to inspire people to to know that God loves them first of all, and then second second all, is that He put a purpose inside of you, and that purpose is to to affect not just you, but to affect this world and make right. the world a better place. Right. So that's right. that's 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 what that's my thought on ministry. Have you? Uh just curious have you ever witnessed a miracle uh, that you'd be willing to share with the listeners i mean if i were a non-believer 
how could you convince me that God is real, that our lives on this earth matters? You know, I mean, feel free to go ahead and, you know, throw the miracle. I, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of different things. The first thing that pops in my mind mm -hmm. was, had to be 93 or 94, 1993, 94. I just started in ministry. And I'm in a church, and I'm in the church late one night, and we had men, a men's meeting. And this guy had been a, a, he had been addicted to crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, I am grateful that God is helping me with this addiction. Mm. And he said, I love God so much. If somebody came in here right now and said, denounce God or, or die, Mm. I would have to die. Oh, wow. By this time, I'm hearing gunshots. Next thing I know, so we're in the, we're, we're in the kind of the middle of the church. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, I am under the front pew. What? And as I'm under the front pew, I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting for the gunshots to stop. A bullet has come through the church and lodged through another wall and lodged in the back wall. And it came through at the place where I was standing, talking to him. Ooh, wait. Now, I know for a fact that I didn't put myself under the pew. Right. So this is God, angels, I don't care what you call it. Some kind of way, something moved me out of the way to get out of the way, harm's way and be safe for mm -hmm. that moment. Mm -mm -mm. Gunfight outside, in front of the church. Wow. A bullet Ooh. comes through, and God saves me. So that's a miracle that yeah. I saw with my own. That's how I saw that with my own, you wow. know, with my own eyes. You know. Um. How do you compartmentalize what you do so that you don't find yourself in a situation that has you taking, you know, your work home with you? And what do you do for fun and how do you relax? That's a, that's a great question. I, I actually had this conversation yesterday uh, about this. Um, in, in, there are times in the ministry where I have carried a lot. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it gets heavy. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm you got some, everybody in the congregation. Right. Yeah. I'm somewhat of an empath, right? And that I feel what you're feeling, mm -hmm. and I feel it, and I take it. I mm -hmm. take I take it with me, uh, and and that can be depressing. You know, uh, we were talking about death yesterday. There's been a lot of uh, deaths mm -hmm. around, uh, and when deaths happen, and, and and you know when you're comforting families and things of that nature, and you take those things, I, I've taken those things with me, mm -hmm. and it takes sometimes takes me a couple of days to kind of get back, you know, get my bearings back. Right. So you ask the question, what do I do for myself? Um, I spend a lot of time for me taking care of me. Mm. And this is new. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, I try to work out every day. Yeah, you've you been in the gym. I'm looking at you, yeah. boy. You, yeah. Every, every, every day um, I'm sweating. And I'm, I'm, it's, so sometimes I feel, it's interesting, I feel the the weight of the world on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I understand. And sometimes when the, that weight of the world is on my shoulders, I'm throwing weight. Yeah. So sometimes weight has to match weight. Mm -hmm. 
And when that weight matches weight, I release mm-hmm. whatever I'm holding on to. That's so, excellent. So that's excellent. So you got a good got yourself a good self care. I do. I do. Right on. I do. All right. It's game time. It's game time. Everybody needs to play time. It's game time. It's game time. Everybody needs to play. And now, the rant game. Okay, Rico, it's game time. We're going to play a little game to lighten the mood for some of our listeners. Uh, this game has been kind of popular, uh, but then I'm going to try a new game on you. You up for a new game? Let's time go, man. Game? Let's okay. go. Let's go. So this game is called FMR, and it goes like this. I'm going to give you three names, and you must tell me the category you would put them in and why. Categories are who would you – now, Now I know, you know, we're going to – we don't want Wakey to come all the way out. Come on. But we're going to put – you know, we're going to let Pastor just rest a little okay. bit. Okay, so, okay. You know, we're going – but so this is called the category. <laughs> okay, come who on. Would you, who would you fornicate with? Mm-hmm. Who would you marry? Mm-hmm. And who would you rid the world of? Mm. So I'm gonna give you three okay. names. Okay. All right, you ready? And I, do I have to choose one? You got to each choose one for each one. Mm. You got to tell us why. Mm. All right, okay. all right. Mm. So the first three sets of names are Farrah Fawcett, okay. Daisy Duke, mm. and Taylor Swift. Mm. Who would you marry? Who would you rid the world of? And which one would you fornicate with? Right. I'm thinking as a kid, man. When, when I'm thinking about Daisy Duke and Fair Fawcett, man. I'm thinking as a kid, man. Woo! Lost my mind. Oh, so what, man? So what? They got a general lead. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so Daisy Duke. Yeah. So Daisy Duke. Yeah. That would be have to be the first one. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you got Faith, you got Fair Fawcett left. You got to marry one, and you got to rid the world of one. Okay, Fair Fawcett, I would marry. That okay. would be the marry, and then yeah, and then the, Taylor got to go. She got to go. Oh yeah, understood. She got to go. I'm just, not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Never, never have been a fan. She's been successful and everything like that, but I've never been a fan. Just not your, not, not your my, cup of not tea. Not my cup of tea. All right, not I got, all. I got three more. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, we're gonna go Michelle Obama. Okay. Aretha Franklin. Okay. And Sierra. Sierra, mm. automatic. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to influence. Who would you marry? Which one you gonna get with? And which one you gonna let the world Ooh, go ahead and be deep. done with? That's deep. You got Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama, Aretha Franklin, uh-huh. and Sierra. Aretha gotta go. Aretha gotta go. Aretha gotta go. Aretha gotta go. She done had her time. She yeah, she's gotta go. She and she probably going up high. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she's gone. So she be all right. She she be all right. Okay. Aretha gotta go. Okay. You got Michelle. 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 Michelle would be married. Okay. All right. Michelle would be married. Michelle would be marrying Sierra. Sierra, mm, I already know. You don't yeah. even say it. I'm yeah. like, listeners, I'm going to yeah. give them a pass. <laughs> all right, last three. We got Holly Berry, Gabrielle Union, and Tisha Campbell. Mm. Okay. Tisha Campbell's gone. She got to go. 
She she gotta go. This she, not just she, 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 she's gotta yeah, go. I understood understood. She, she she got she gotta go. You know when I put them on here, I kind of thought she might be. Yeah, gone, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I kinda, she gotta I kinda go. Thought she, I kind of know your profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she gotta go. She gotta go. And then the question is, Kylie or Gabrielle? So one we gotta marry, and one we gotta. Go which, ahead and spend which, the night with. And the question becomes, which Hallie we talking about? Ooh. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go we're gonna go crazy, Hallie. We're gonna go to, you know, the the, 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 the kind of David uh was it David Justice? Baseball yeah. player this year. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. go that Hallie. Right right around that time. Right around that uh, time, Hallie. Uh, yeah. We got is that that's close to boomerang? Hallie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, that right. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one, man. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough on that. Woo! You gotta marry one and you gotta just give her one. You only get her one night. Uh I would marry Gabrielle. I knew it. I knew I'd it. marry Gabrielle. There's something about her just Yeah. That's Ooh. that's that's what it'd be. It would be. It would be. You lucky dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got a new game I'm gonna try out. Okay. All right. This one I'm calling rapid fire. Okay. So it goes like this. I'm gonna give you a word, a term, or a concept, and I want you to respond with the first word or sentence that comes to mind without elaborating. Okay. Okay. So just a response. So we're gonna. I'm gonna give you some examples. To try it out. Ready? Okay. So the first one is. Just remember, just the first thing that comes to your mind. First one, and we're calling this rapid fire. First one is unprotected sex. Baby. Cannibalism. Eating people. <laughs> hey, adopted orangutans throwing shit at you at the zoo. Duck. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You, so you got the concept. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, hey you knew the duck. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, this again. This is called rapid fire. Ready and go. The Kansas Jayhawks. Man, lifelong fan. Man, I lifelong fan. Yeah. Family. Love. All right. Southeast High School. Oh, heart, man. Heart. Victoria's Secret. Oh. Nasty. <laughs> hey, the thong song. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Bl- blonde headed. <laughs> Cisco. Hey, big giant women in leggings. That's nasty, man. <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire. Reasons. <laughs> the American dream. The concept of the American dream. Hope. Hope. All right. Grandkids. Man, that heart, man. I can do anything with those, man. Right on. Technology. This technology world we're in. Change the world. Change the world. Watermelon. I can take it or leave it. Right on. Steam. Never been. All right. The lake. They can keep that water, man. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> well, you put that banana in the back. Is that a bed? <laughs> <laughs> okay, couple more. Mike, Michael Jackson. Uh. 
I was thinking a little boy. Okay, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> crazy. You crazy. Kobe Bryant. Baller. Oh, yeah. And then your thoughts on just the future. Bright. Bright. Excellent. All right. Everybody needs to go off. Everybody needs to get mad. Sometimes you need to just rant. And now it's time for the guest rant. Rico, we've come to the time in the podcast. We're kind of wrapping up where I give my guests an opportunity to just rant about whatever is on your mind. Do you think of anything you got to rant for the listeners today? Yeah, I got a small rant. Okay, all right. Um, you know, when, when, when I was teaching, uh, come to the end of the year, kids were rushing to try to make up those credits. Mm-hmm. They're trying to graduate. And so you had kids trying to make up 10 credits in a couple of weeks. Stop it. And so they're 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 in the learning center. They're doing everything that they can <laughs> to try to try to to try to make work. Um, from that, we wait to the last minute, and when we wait to the last minute, we get serious mm-hmm. at the last minute. At the last minute, don't be like these kids mm-hmm. trying to do what you can to graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, and working, working, working. Why didn't they work hard before this point? Amen. Same is true. We, there are things that we've been putting off mm-hmm. as adults. Mm-hmm. We, we, put, we put things off. Mm-hmm. And nothing has forced us to rush to get things done. Well, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Tomorrow ain't promised. Tomorrow's not promised. I want us to face the things that we've been running from. Ooh-wee. Mm, tell me some more. Face the things that we've been running from. You know? Amen. I did a series one time on on uh, running toward our fears. Running towards our fears. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was a story about lions, and the, the old lions they would put them on one side, and then the young lions they put them on the other side. Right. And they put the old lions, and all they had to do on that side was roar. And something about a lion's roar—you can hear a lion's roar for miles, five miles away. Right. And it incited fear in everyone that heard it. Mm. Typically, when people would hear a roar, we run away from the roar. Yes, we do. And when you run away from that lion's roar, you run right into the people who hunt. Mm-mm-mm. And they got you. Mm-hmm. But if I run toward the roar mm. and face what, is, what, what, what I fear, mm-hmm. I'm going to be victorious. Because they can't, they can't, they losing their teeth. They can't do nothing anyway. <laughs> Not anymore. They can't right. even fight anymore. Right. So the things that we are fearing, most of it is in our head. That's what right. I'm saying. Right. That's beautiful. You know. That's beautiful, so. brother. Well, Rico, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your insight with my listeners. I think we covered quite a bit, man. You survived and made it. You, you, you good, man? We all right? Good, man. All I appreciate right. it. All right, brother. Well, thanks again. Love, peace, and hair grease, my brother. And, uh, you know, you take care of yourself. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Rant. Remember, The Rant Podcast can be found on Google Podcasts, Beaker, Spotify, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. If you have suggestions for the show, 
please don't hesitate to reach out to DJ Rembrandt at the Rant Podcast 2021 at gmail.com.